The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. Now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of The Health Hero Show. Today in the house, I've got Dr. Romy Mushtalk. And she, we're going to be talking about brain health today and adult ADHD and, te- you know, all these uh, crazy things that are going on for adults today. And um, let me just pull up here. I had, it just disappeared on me, um, uh, Romy, and I'm um, just glad you're here. But she is um, uh, a medical doctor and she was uh, a neurologist and she's actually a creator of what's called the Brain Shift Protocol. And um, she's gearing up for her release of her upcoming book. It's called The Busy Brain Cure, which is an eight-week plan for us working-class people to find our focus, tame our anxiety, and sleep again. And um, she stands as a leading authority in stress management and leadership wellness. So she's actually – what she's doing is um, – she like one of her jobs is she, she works for um, a company, and she does corporate wellness for 7,000 people in a corporation – and they've been testing this stuff. And I think it was over 2,000 people, right? You've tested this yeah. pro- protocol on and you've had smashing results. But before we get into the brain shift protocol and all the, you know, the 2,000 people has helped already that you've been, and I know you're taking this out to the world um, January 9th, 2024, when the brain, when the book gets launched on uh, these protocols, um, where, you know, where did you, where'd you grow up and like, how did you become yeah. a doctor and what, what got you into that? Yeah, Tim, you know, I am the proud daughter of immigrants and English is my third language. And my dad came here to the United States from India in the 1960s um, when there was a shortage in America of doctors, engineers, and scientists. And I am the firstborn child of three with two younger brothers. And a success mantra was given to me early in the newborn nursery. My dad's prayer intention over his firstborn child was, I have one daughter and you will become a doctor. <laughs> and of course. yeah, and really healing and caring for community was modeled to me by my father and a, a community of uncles who were doctors back then. There weren't any women in my life that were doctors. And where, where did you grow up at? In, in, in a small town in Illinois called Danville. And I'm so oh, Danville. Happy. Oh, Illinois. Okay. You and so I, early. yeah, yeah. My dad immigrated to the United States. In the oh, 19th, okay. You were born and, here. Okay. And I was born in the United States and in, and it's a farming community. Um, and then also at that time, there was a GM plant there. So my dad's whole life, he was taking care of, you know, everyday Americans. And that's who I am today as a chief wellness officer I um, it, of a company that manages over 100 hotels in the United States and Canada. And so we have a lot of employees who are anything from working at the front desk to restaurants to housekeepers, hourly wage workers. And it's my job to use everything I know from both traditional medicine and global healing traditions and ancient wisdom to keep our employees healthy. And now other companies hire me to do the same. And I um, firmly believe that you can't have leadership without wellness and wellness without leadership. And it all starts with our brain health. And that's uh, really what drives me every day today. That's awesome. So when you grew up, did you grow up um, like traditional um, Indian food? 
Like, did you have of a course. lot of human Both. and coriander? And of, yeah, and... we didn't even think about that. You know what? My mom, can I tell you a funny story? My mom, sure. you, when it set my poor mom off, you got to take her into Whole Foods and show her the bone broth. In our culture, we call that shorba. And that is the, you know, water that is made from the bones of lamb or beef or chicken. And, you know, that was something that you did with leftover bones. It was something maybe you wouldn't even give company, but we knew it was good for your immune system and your gut health, all the things we knew from ancient Ayurveda growing up and, you know, and, and you make it and it's like, she would be like, how much are they selling this shorba for here in this container? Right. So that was just a way of life of what's known as Ayurveda that I was blessed to grow up with. But also, Tim, when I grew up, you and I are about the same age. And back then, even if you when you got bread from the store or milk or um, there wasn't the amount of processed food growing up in Danville, Illinois, and um, we weren't allowed soda in the house. But even that, the impure ingredients that are in these foods and treats today didn't exist back then when we were growing up. So I think I really got raised on pure food and my dad took care of a lot of farming communities. And if they couldn't pay my dad, we would get buckets of sweet corn or fresh eggs. And so it was, it was a really great blend of Midwestern food coming from the earth and um, food from the grocery store that didn't have, you know, all these additives and preservatives back then in the 1970s and eighties. And then uh, our traditional Indian food. Yeah, cool. Um, did you guys did you did you drink a lot of tea growing up? You know, my mom and dad did. They didn't introduce caffeine to us kids young, um, but then yes, as a as a girl, especially, you were taught to make chai and then sit politely in a nice dress in the afternoon and drink chai. So yes, uh, and today that is definitely what I prefer over coffee. Um, it's a little difficult when totally. you're traveling, but it's one of my afternoon rituals. I try. How about you? Do you, are you a tea drinker? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, the tea, I mean, it's just, it's a good way to get hydrated. Mm -hmm. It's a great way to get medicine in your body. It's a different form. See, for me, it's like I look at everything and my lifestyle is, it, it's Hippocrates. It's food is medicine. Let thy medicine be thy Amen. food. I want mm -hmm. everything going in my body to be, I look at it as medicine. Yeah. It's it's natural medicine. So if I'm taking, mm -hmm. you know, um, I enjoy matcha lattes. Yes. Oh my. And I get sure. I get I get ceremonial grade matcha latte. Yes, yes. And then uh, I I uh, <clears throat> I'll tell you my little secret here. Ooh. But um I, I it's not really a secret but it kind of is. When <laughs> I see something, I I'm a chef. I've become a chef. I was always making stuff in the kitchen when I was a kid and and uh, my dad would yell at me cuz um he wanted me to eat what mom and dad what mom made and I'm like I was always wanting to make other stuff. So when I got healthy and I learned about all this crap that's in the products today, I would take things that I liked and then I would just reverse engineer them healthy. That's brilliant. And so that's what I do because if somebody's like, oh, well, how would you make that healthy? And I'm like, well, um, I, you know, ice cream is an example. I would look mm -hmm. at it, what are the base elements of ice cream? Well, it's fat. It's sugar, right? Lactose right there. And, um, and then they would have some type of, you'd have some type of a flavoring in it, right? Mm -hmm. Basically. So it was a fat, it was a sugar and some type of a flavoring. I mean, so you're I'm talking like, to someone who doesn't cook, so I'm just enthralled. Yes. Right. So like if I, you know, <laughs> and then I learned, you know, and then, you know, cause I'm, I'm, I'm talking about a dairy alternative because, you know, I'm like in yeah. nature, the only animals that consume the breast milk of a cow are baby cows or should mm -hmm. human beings would never kneel down and suck on the nipple of a cow. And if you would, then. Mm -hmm. 
maybe cow's milk is good for you, but why not suck on the nipple of a giraffe or a lion or drink rat milk or cat milk or dog milk? It doesn't make sense. So, and no adult cow drinks that milk. So I, you know, and when I stopped drinking dairy, like a lot of my health issues went away. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I just try to use common sense. Yeah. But so, and, and, but I also loved a freaking ice cream growing up. I mean, it's freaking delicious. Mm-hmm. Why? Cause it's hitting on, we have, we, we, we are programmed for fat, salt, and sugars yeah. to look for that nature for, for, for survival. For survival. And, yeah. and so I'm looking at it. I'm like, well, instead of like, um, instead of a fat coming from the, the cow, they got it from the plant. I'm just going to go straight to like a nut. So I'll get it from the cashew or I'll get it okay. from the uh, almond. And so what I, what I would do is I would take to another level. I would take the almond and sprout it. So I'd mm-hmm. make sprouted almond butter, or you can actually buy this sprouted almond butter from a company called Blue Mountain Organics. That's a that's one of the companies yeah. that that, that mm-hmm. makes it. So yeah. for those of you that are busy, you can just have sprouted Agreed. nut Same. butter show up. Same. And if you buy it in bulk and you like it, you can get it mm-hmm. for cheap. It's like mm-hmm. so ten pounds or forty pounds. So mm-hmm. ice cream, I would just take some sprouted almond butter, throw it mm-hmm. in a in a dish. And then I would smash and I would just take, buy frozen wild blueberries. Yum. Yeah. Or I would take frozen huckleberries or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so the small or, or if I or frozen, just frozen berries. But I try mm-hmm. to get them small. If they were like raspberries, I'd break them up. Mm-hmm. So there'd be a lot of cold surface area. Mm-hmm. I'd put them in with the with the fat. Mm-hmm. And now I've got the flavor. And then I would take Stevita brand Stevie and put mm-hmm. drops of that in there mm-hmm. with alcohol free vanilla flavoring. Okay. Stir it up. And you have ice cream. Okay. I think all of us listening now are like, we're coming over for ice cream, Tim. Like literally you eat this stuff and it yeah. turns the ice cream in your mouth. Now I actually had some other okay. people like blend it. They would, they would go ahead and blend uh-huh. it up. Uh-huh. And then, um, and then, and then, and then it's, you got to clean the blender and all that afterwards. So I just, yeah, yeah. I blend it up my mouth, but I, when I blend it up one time, <laughs> this guy's like, do it, do it. So he, what do you want it for his birthday? So I made it special for him. And as soon as you blend it, it's ice cream. I mean, mm-hmm. it's literally ice cream. And then mm-hmm. I put like some mint leaves on top of it and served it to him. Great. So with the chai teas that I would do the sprouted nut butter, but I'd add water to it and make milk. And then I'd put the, I used like the masala chai. Yeah. You know, you know it, it is, we, we, you know, we're a little bit more old school. So when I have time and this is my ritual, like for me, my mom and I, we just kind of like the flavor of cardamom. So we take fresh cardamom that we get from the Indian grocery store because we know where it comes from. It comes from, it's, we like it sourced. We know there's fast turnover. So we'll just crack that open. And if you want to make masala chai, you, we get the mortar and pistol out and you kind of yeah. blend the cloves and a cardamom and a little bit of a cinnamon stick and, uh, you know, maybe a, pamer, a peppercorn or ginger, if you feel like, or anise, it just, it kind of depends on what the mood was and what the need was is, you know, did you want people to feel joyful because you were entertaining or were you making a tea, a chai for digestion? So like you said, it was medicine. And I love that, um, you know, we see a lot of it in the West today. And and thank you for honoring our traditions in South and East Asia, that this is where this medicinal um, and joyful food and spices comes from. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, looking around culturally, we have to for me, I, 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 just like I look at a human being, mm-hmm. I try to take the good out of them, whatever they're doing that's good in the world, mm-hmm. and I want to be more like them. I want to grab yeah. that light that's coming off yeah. of them and do it. But when they're putting off darkness, whether it's being dark to themselves or to other people in other areas of their life, mm-hmm. I look at that as the contrast. And I also take that in, and I understand that it's like that helps me to make sure that I don't do that because a lot of mm-hmm. times we can't see it in our own selves. 
but yeah. you can see how other people are like, I don't, I don't want to be like that. So thank yeah. you mm-hmm. for the gift of your light and your darkness. I'm taking Amen. both of those. I'm going to, I'm going to move towards yeah. your light and I'm going to move away from your darkness. Yeah. Or I, I just try not to judge and have compassion, right? Like I've had moments of darkness in my life and I know you have too. And I'm thinking, Oh, I've never had any. The- Oh, okay. Okay. We're enlightened being that I'm talking to, you Uh, know, you've reached the level of enlightenment of a thousand uh, lotus petals open and I'm honored to be on your podcast, you know, but these moments. I I was, I was a big mess and I'm still unmessing myself. Same, same. I mean, that that's part of life's journey. So I I try not to judge, but I love what you're saying about this is what was so important to me. Um, I was laying in a hospital bed when I was just 34, 35 years old, recovering from life-saving surgery. And I'm a doctor and a professor. And I remember at that moment thinking nothing I learned in medical school or in all my neurology training is going to help me in this moment. And, you know, this was back when, Tim, we didn't really have podcasts or YouTube or social media to find solutions. This was me going to the library and books and my aunties who helped raise me to make sure I became a doctor coming back with their teas and their shorbas and their broths and cassette tapes with meditations on them. And I, it was sent me on a global journey, which I thought was to heal myself, um, learning to meditate from monks, learning Ayurveda from the Ayurvedic doctors, learning about energy healing from Reiki specialists in Japan or shamans. And somewhere along the way, I was like, aha, the universe, God put me in this position to help other patients with brain and mental health symptoms and help as well, because I've been there. And what I think a message I want to share with your audience and mine, because they will love listening to your podcast is there is a way to bridge both traditional Western medicine when you're in a life, you know, uh, emergency moment like I was, but to stay healthy and well and cure the dis-ease as you and I both call it, we have to honor the global healing traditions. It's They've been around longer than the actual United States or the study and science of Western medicine. And they're still alive and keeping cultures happy than we are in the United States and healthier than we are in the United States all around the world. And I love that you just, we both just gave two great examples of matcha and chai. It's important, you know, yeah. and it's like, it not it rewarding that you can take something into your body yeah. that you know is going to heal you or you know, maybe it's like, maybe I am getting a little caffeine, but I know it's buffered. It's got the L-theanine in there, the other natural constituents. So it's not going to cause mm-hmm. mental issues down the road, which a lot of people are not aware. If you're drinking coffee, besides the mold going in and the high amounts of acidity going in and the chemicals of it being sprayed on top of that, it's, it's, it's the L-theanine has been stripped out. It's, it's mm-hmm. strip, it's, it's destroying your myelin sheath. And that, you know, we know that's going to lead to Alzheimer's dementia and memory loss. So why are we doing it? Like they're not branding that out there about coffee. They just keep selling you coffee because you think you need it for energy, but it doesn't actually, re- it's, it's a nervousness. It doesn't even actually create en- true energy. It's a, it's like a fake out is what it really is. So when you take in matcha, you're getting a natural energy source. You're getting all these other, you know, ECGCs and all these good things for your brain. And mm-hmm. and, and, same, and, and same with regular tea and green tea, by the way, sure, not yeah, just green matcha, tea. but yeah, yeah. And, and black leaf tea as well. So I really want to honor some of the healing teas from around the world, the jasmine teas. So yeah, I, I mean, there is so absolutely. But it's medicine, right? So you're taking, mm-hmm. you're taking in teas yeah. as medicine. You're yeah. taking, you can make ice cream medicine. Like I told you, I'm serious. I love that. that. Food is medicine. So we're totally is. It totally is. So exciting. This is going to, this is going to whack you out a little bit and you can push back. But Tim, I live in the, what I call the real world where 
people may not have the privileges like you and I do to the cost of organic foods or the time to make the foods. The people I serve maybe don't have a choice but to work 60, 80 hour work weeks. They are, you know, running their own business, hotel general managers, uh, you know, tech CEOs and entrepreneurs, teachers, um, you know, people who drive buses for a living. And that's who I serve. And I have to live in this real world too. And do you know a part of our protocol in BrainShift, which is getting a lot of attention, and we've studied this, is we actually allow people comfort food. So we don't want people to go on a diet because just the reason you and I were just talking about is some of the most um, pushed diets here. I'm going to speak about the United States. I know you and I both have global listeners and audiences are very um, monochromatic and they're, they're meant for a um, Western uh, Caucasian tongue and that. And an example is, is we have over 7,000 employees here at Evolution Hospitality and the most commonly ate food by our employees is actually rice followed by pasta. And I can't tell an employee not to eat rice. And that's one small example. So on our protocol, we actually ask people eat comfort food once or twice a week. So if there is a child's birthday party or it's a religious holiday and, and think of, you know, the global religious holidays, you and I are recording this podcast early, we're in season of Navratri and Diwali and Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and Passover and Christmas and uh, traditional Western New Year and Lunar New Year, like so many beautiful holidays. I want people to eat the foods of their holidays and religions, but the difference is you don't stress eat so that you're not craving the caffeine and coffee, toxic coffee, non-organic coffee, just to get you through the day and sugars on top of it for false energy. And we find that when we allow people to schedule one to two comfort meals a week, they actually stop the stress eating if they go through weeks one to four of our protocol and reset their circadian rhythm. And, and can I, you know, an example is I told you earlier, I'm in awe of your recipes and cooking. One of the things I did during the pandemic was trying to honor my maternal grandmother, my nani. I feel like she was the only person that actually saw me for who I was on this earth. And she's looking down upon us from heaven right now as we launch the book. And I learned her lamb biryani recipe, Tim. Now, you and I both know all these diets that are touted in the West would be like this evil voice in my brain going, girl, that's not on brand. None of this food in the biryani is anti-inflammatory. But the joy in my spirit feeling connected to my grandmother and sharing that with my family and loved ones that like we were honoring her. And it is a food I don't eat and cook every day. It takes two days at home to make it from scratch oh, yeah. properly, right? But you can't take my biryani away. And I want every listener to think, what's your biryani and your family? Something that reminds you of, of a beloved family member or tied to a holiday. We don't want to take that joy away from people because there's so much joy and celebration in food. What we do want people to do is instead brain shift and learn some of our micro habits around food and to your point, when they do this, the sugar cravings stop and you're naturally energized. So you're not needing, you know, that caffeine sugar combination that is stimulation all day, false stimulation. Well, what you're bringing up is something that I've, I've learned since 2018 is it's how you respond to everything, right? So when people come, like if I coach somebody and they come to me, um, 
kind of depends on what their situation is. Like if they mm-hmm. have f- full blown stage four glioblastoma brain cancer, mm-hmm. all right, they they have the propensity to change. They want to change. They might just we might change everything very quickly. But if somebody's like an executive, they're like, I want to lose fifty five pounds. I'm tired of being fat, mm-hmm. you know. Or I've got severe gastrointestinal issues. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. you know, I've got you know Graves disease. Maybe you got the lady's mm-hmm. got thyroid. Mm-hmm. She's a secretary, or whatever. Whatever it is, fibromyalgia, MS, it doesn't matter. So we don't, I don't, even though I'm a f- big time foodie um, and I'm a chef, I, I don't really even start with the foods. Mm. What do you what start I, with? I'm curious. Well, usually what I start with is um, number one, making, having them make a commitment to make, to make their life a priority. I love that. Yeah. You have to yeah. make your life a priority and you have to make yeah. your, and I, and I, I've been saying health is a priority, but you got to make you a priority. And once yeah. you can make yourself a priority, because yeah. like one of my uh, other business partners, he heard me say this on a podcast and he's like, God, have I made my health a priority? He goes, I haven't made my health a priority. I've been making my wife, my kids and my mm-hmm. business a priority, but I haven't made my health. And that's why mm-hmm. my health has suffered. Yeah. So whatever you don't prioritize will suffer. Mm-hmm. And so when we get people to make their health a priority and they'll start and they, they start showing up for themselves. Then we have them set some goals because mm-hmm. for the pure excitement of the goal, exactly. I don't care about the outcome at all. We, yeah. And we don't, we, as soon as the goal is set, we forget about the goal. We don't care yeah. about the goal at all. Yeah. We don't care. We, it's the excitement of setting the goal because mm-hmm. we're trying to get people to follow the path of excitement and joy. Mm-hmm. And then what I usually do is I start uh, help them out with their structure, mm-hmm. their daily structure, how they start their day. And when they start their day is how they start their evening mm-hmm. before they go to bed. So we do a mm-hmm. pre-bedtime routine. Mm-hmm. We figure out what that time is, what time their bedtime is going to be. We probably usually shave off a half an hour off of their regularly scheduled bedtime if it's too late, which 95% of people are going are to bed too late. Too and, late. And, they're working yeah, too they're, late. And they're yeah. out of balance of that circadian rhythm. So my goal is to get yeah. people shifted slowly over a six-month to a one-year period back into the closer mm-hmm. to the circadian rhythms. It's very well thought out. So what, what if I may tell you with our protocol that I've been researching the science for years now because of all the stress, chronic stress and burnout in corporate America and all the mental health crisis, we can do that in eight weeks. And that's what I biohacked, Tim, because I saw this pattern that I had when I got burnt out before I got sick and ended up in surgery where people are having difficulty focusing all day. And to your point, you know, I was that person taking a piece of chocolate. I needed chocolate, you know, or caffeine to oh, yeah. the day. <laughs> there are doctors now that are over prescribing Adderall and other stimulants to adults. By the way, we're not talking about pediatrics. That's a completely different topic that I am not addressing right now. And then you're getting anxious and there's multiple browser windows open up and you can't cross off your to-do list. And then you say, okay, I heard Tim and Romy on the podcast tonight. I'm going to set that bedtime but you go home and you can't shut off that 72 conversations in your brain and you start scrolling and trolling or watching a new series on Netflix and you have difficulty falling asleep or you fall asleep. Okay. Because of alcohol or some supplement, but you wake up in the middle of the night and that's what we've researched called the busy brain. And at the core of that neuroinflammation that happens is a disturbance in the circadian rhythm that is now causing sleep disturbances at night energy production disturbances during the day, difficulty managing weight, because I don't want to use the word diet or weight loss. I want people to feel good in their bodies and, and how it is, but difficulty managing your weight and hormone disruption. And that's leading to these three problems, adult onset ADD, anxiety, and that. And so that's what this protocol is. And I love that you said that we found that no matter what's going on, 
you have to start with sleep. And you and I have the same thing. And, and it's interesting. We researched this and 17,000 people have taken our busy brain test during our research trial in two years. And the three symptoms that were showing up the most were difficulty falling asleep, waking up in the middle of the night and you can't fall back asleep or waking up having slept a lot, but being completely drained of energy. Yeah. And so one of the Jealous. keys is exactly what you said. The first thing we do in our seven day sleep challenge in week two of the protocol, after we set intentions and what we hope for, like your goal setting process is we do a seven day sleep challenge. And part of it is like you setting, committing to a regular time to sleep every night and wake up every day, whether it's a work night, a school night, or a weekend vacation day. And um, it, it is, it's literally resetting their circadian rhythm. And then we build upon it from there with the eight key micro habits. And so, yeah, I love that you and I speak the same language. And, you know, when people are busy, they need us to break it down into um, doable steps where yeah. they get that dopamine and serotonin high. And that once you realize to your point, like, you know, you marked off a goal and you got something and you're seeing immediate benefits, it's easy to take that next step or our next micro habit. And we just break it down one micro habit at a time. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we get back. Let's just keep talking on this subject. Yeah. We'll kind of get more into the sleep aspect because yeah. it's important. And it's part of, um, um, you know, it's, I think it's a top three element in our, our wellness and it's, you know, sleep is just, oh yeah, I'll sleep or whatever people overlook it. So we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution absorbs over 100 times better than regular turmeric products, eliminating the need to add black pepper. Turmeric 100 helps against inflammation and pain and is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% natural, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my special guest, Dr. Romy Mushtaq. And uh, so we, you know, we talked about your background. Um, you became a, you know, uh, you became a medical doctor. You grew up a little bit healthier than most people from what it sounds like from your, your parents' background. They kept things pretty natural from the earth. Um, you had this severe issue yourself. You're on the operating table and you realize that all of the training that you had wasn't going to help you. And so you got involved and you started doing all this deep research, going around the, the world and learning and getting back to your roots, um, listening to your aunts and getting the teas and the foods and, and finding different ways. And then, and, and so now you're doing this corporate wellness stuff. And so what were the issues you were, I mean, let's just go through some of the issues you're seeing in corporate America. And then I, I want to get more into like the, like the, you know, the genesis of the brain shift program. Yeah. You know, I, I gave a Ted talk back in 2014 when meditation and mindfulness and the word burnout was barely in the vernacular and shared my story of healing through meditation and mindfulness, um, coming back from burnout and finding hope in my life again. And forward thinking companies started to hire me to speak and say, Hey, tell us about the stress and meditation. So that's how this first started out. I was teaching companies to meditate and be mindful. But what happened was when I would tell my story, the magic wasn't just in the room, getting big corporations to sit down and meditate with their leaders and, you know, commit to a meditation program. And remember, this was before a lot of the apps that are out there were out, yeah. you know, and all of that. The magic was 
I would have hundreds of people lined up in the hallway in the convention centers and hotels talking to me saying, your story, that was me. That's me right now. I'm anxious. I can't focus all day. I think something's wrong. I'm going to quit my job, but I love being a, a teacher, a, a sales leader. I, I mean, just you name it, journalist. And and I can't sleep at night. And, I and can't were, were they were they were they all over. doing like coffee and five hour energy drinks and and, yeah, and know, Munster I, drinks and that kind of I, stuff? I, mean, I, I see a lot of that. To, I can't speak to that, and I don't want to judge, right? Because some people, yeah. yeah, I wasn't taking research data at the time, but people wanted a solution, and. Then I had that aha moment. And then you fast forward to the pandemic and the blessing of this like large speaking business hitting a pause button because we couldn't travel anywhere. People now were paying attention worldwide to the mental health crisis. And now what I was doing wasn't so weird, Tim. You know, I was that out of box speaker. And now all of a sudden I was in demand and I'm a researcher at heart, um, you know, like your chief medical officer. And I was like, let's take this busy brain test and give it online. And people knew they were part of research and, you know, it's on a HIPAA protected server and we'll give your listeners a link to take it as well. And let's just collect data. And over 17,000 people took this busy brain test and we saw it measures how stressed you are, but then of 20 questions, where are the symptoms prominently happening? Mental health, cognition, sleep, your sense of life, purpose, your physical health. And we saw that sleep was the top two symptoms and feeling drained or a lack of energy or fatigue in the morning was that. And we had that data to build the protocol on. And so that's where I started to research and say, we in neurology and psychiatry got it wrong. And in the West, we are on a stimulant sedative addiction cycle. We need stimulants all day, whether it's the caffeine, like you said, the coffee, the energy drinks, or it's being on the phone and the dopamine hits you get from every time you hit the scroll or like on social media or retweet or whatever it is, or even prescription, you know, um, stimulants during the day. And then we need sedatives at night, alcohol, prescription, sleeping pills. And I was like, there is a way to break this because those things are actually making the neuroinflammation worse and it's making your busy brain worse. So you're just pouring gasoline on the fire in your brain cells and we yeah. need to stop that. And that's where I came up with a busy brain and started to research it. So if, you know, people are listening and they read the book, I break down the science of your busy brain center and compare it to. Uh, the Delta Airlines operation in Atlanta airport in chapter one. And I go through in chapter five, um, what exactly happens with the neuroinflammation and the increased interleukins in your brain to disrupt your circadian rhythm and the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. So it disrupts every organ system in our body. And that's what I was intrigued by. I was like, okay, I know what happens. How do you fix it? And how do you make it easy for people that are working 40, 60, 80 hours a week, you know? Awesome. So in your corporate wellness, um, like I said, I, I dabbled in corporate wellness a little bit. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to get into that because I kind of came out of corporate America, but then I just, you know, I spent my time coaching. I just went deep and started doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. Yeah. It just, it just, it just happened. But I, I really enjoyed the corporate stuff because you could do challenges and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So when I was looking yeah. at, um, cause the weight loss challenge was like something people like to all participate yeah. in usually cause everybody's yeah. overweight. And, um, but what I was looking at, I'm so happy that you focused on sleep because when I'm looking at things mm -hmm. like I'm looking at environment, right. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at what, like, if I go into a corporate environment, I, my first question is, is what's the quality of their lighting? Mm -hmm. 
right? Because in nature, you're going to get natural lighting from the sun, but you go into corporate America, it's deadly fluorescent lights. Yeah, I'm sitting so, in one right now in the right, office where I'm recording. Right, so, yeah. yeah, and this yeah. is something you can, we, hopefully we can add this to your pro protocol. I'd like to share this. So <laughs> we, it's very inexpensive and we could put in full spectrum or wide spectrum lighting mm -hmm. and switch out the light bulbs. And mm -hmm. I think it was, it was the, like the motor companies in Detroit, mm -hmm. they proved it. Like mm -hmm. they literally switched the lights and all of a sudden increased productivity, less people getting sick, less time off. Oh, I can't wait to see that study. We'll have like, to put that in the like, show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like working yeah, in, sure. like working in a, 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 a non, so a synthetic environment, basically, it's not good for you. It's not good it for the, you. And, and you know, you can have forward thinking companies that can do it, but look, you and I are recording this. I can be a realist because I'm a chief wellness officer and now I consult at the C-suite level. I have to work with budgets and we need to do things that make impact. And in our program, we talk about sleep being the status symbol of successful professionals. So we actually run um, seven and 21 day digital detox programs because I love your idea. You're like a true visionary entrepreneur, but I can't walk into every one of my corporate clients and say, change the lighting. I, I Well, what you can you. do is it's like, you know? as you move into, as yeah. you purchase new lighting, we replace it with these and they're yeah. actually cheaper and they yeah. last longer and they use sure. less electricity. Listen, I, I would Easy love sell. that. I love that. But I had to research the micro habits I could give to companies to do individually at home and how to create boundaries. You know, we're dealing with global workforces. So a lot of companies that have teams in global time zones, how could we help them create um, better sleep and resource circadian rhythm and create digital boundaries with their schedules. And that's what I do. We did that research and people can read about it in chapter nine at Evolution Hospitality. We run hotels that are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, just like hospitals and in airports. And, you know, so we actually asked 500 of our leaders to shut down their digital devices one hour before bedtime. And we introduced mindfulness and this was 21 days. I had an incredible CEO at the time that let me take research data about anxiety, sleep, workplace stress on the employees. We did it before we did the study. And then we asked 500 leaders to do this and about half of them finished it. And the rule was if there was an emergency at the hotel, you someone would call you, but you weren't going to be on emails or video games. And this was the first time a research study was done like this in corporate America, Tim. We had done sleep study. I, you know, in labs, but not to take digital devices away. And it was transformative. In 21 days, the people who actually followed through a digital detox, we had statistical significance, which you know, but for your audience, you know, when you compare it to a control set, it actually worked. And that people had reduction in anxiety, improvement in sleep and improvement in daytime energy more than had I give them a Xanax or a sleeping pill. And it is still to this day, our number one challenge people request, Dr. Romy, when are we doing the 21 day digital detox again? I was so happy. My kids were happy. My marriage was good. And that is the number one thing we take to companies. And that's like the first three weeks of the brain shift protocol. So we got to study its effects. And Tim, what I'll tell you is so great is I started to give these keynote lectures long before I wrote the book. And I would just share with other companies what we did at Evolution. And we were transforming the thoughts of the CEOs and the COs and the CFOs who were emailing and working late at night. So then their teams would be, and people started to shut down and that's how you transform culture. It's one little micro habit like that can create a massive shift in corporate culture. And that's what I study and, and read about nonstop. And 
Now we wanted to take it out to the public because I've spoken to now over 1.5 million people in my keynote lectures. And we are like, we need to put the protocol out there. So it's just beyond the programs we run in corporate America. And that's it. It starts with sleep. Um, the rest of the protocol, you and I can quickly break down. But if you don't fix sleep, then you're not going to get anything done. And you and well, I were so it's as important. It's as important as water. Yeah, and it's it's so funny. I love it. I, I love this stuff because. I had um I had another doctor come on and he was telling me they 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 spent millions of dollars on research mm -hmm. and he and he literally was on one of my was on one of my shows and he said what you just said because I gave him the protocols that I've learned from other people and one mm -hmm. that I came up with mm -hmm. he said that's exactly what we teach people yeah and it took him millions and millions of dollars <laughs> to, to figure it out. It well, was the good, same good. thing. And, and, and it was I'm glad like, they have know, the research. I mean, and maybe him and I are out there that we're doing the research. So the it's important because it, a lot of people don't believe you unless you have the research to back up. Yeah, there's just that there's that yeah. camp, the engineers and the in the in the I'm gonna tell you they, most they of want the a pile people of information. Serve, they want the research and we're here to mm -hmm. give it to them, right? And it, it's maybe in some ways dishonoring a lot of our spiritual wisdom we have because you know, you and I were talking before we got onto the podcast and even now. We both are strong believers in traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda. Those are based on the circadian rhythm of our bodies and mother nature. And, you know, that ancient wisdom, it's like science is just catching up to the spirituality of the traditional medicines, isn't it? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. And I want to, I want to share with everybody what she's talking about, how powerful what she was talking about, no electronics for an hour before bed. No, no. So in my private one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, mm -hmm. I'll just tell you, tell everybody what I do. Yeah. Um, the, in the very beginning, um, the first thing I work on is structure. So like I had this person right here, this is a, a nurse um, who was stressed out to the max, had gained some weight and stuff like that. She was going to bed on average about midnight. So I said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make from now on, can you make 11.30 PM a non-negotiable? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, I can do that. And if she would have said, no, I need midnight, we would have started at midnight. Mm -hmm. So we're, yeah. we meet people where they're at. Absolutely. I like to shave off. Th I, I get the average and I shave off 30 minutes. I love and that. And I'm like, now here's the deal. At 1030, I can show you this. It says right here. I can't, I want to show her name, but it says electronics off. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I wrote that down. Mm -hmm. And instead of electronics, that, that last, that hour before you go to bed is how you're going to sleep. And it's how you're going to wake up and it's going to dictate your energy. So we call it your sacred time. I love that. And sacred then, so time. it's it's, it's yeah. your sacred time. That Our hour before you time. go to bed, you have some sacred time. And here's yeah. and I gave her uh, a, a list of things that she can do during that. She can do a grateful practice. She can take a hot bath. She can take a sauna. She can rinse off in the cold shower for one minute. She can read a book. She can listen to a sermon. She can get on the grounding mat. She mm -hmm. could do some qigong. She could do a little stretching or yoga. So she has all these lists of go-tos that she can do one, two, three, four, or six things and put them all in. Yeah. She has that hour that's her time. The lights go down. We go to yeah. low, we get all the fluorescents are gone. Yeah. Low level, yellow or, you know, more yeah, or no relaxing. Yeah, yeah. Nicer lighting. And so that's it. Then when you wake up, it's the same thing. There are no electronics for the first hour. And you go back to these 10 things. You, you do it. things in the yeah. morning. You go for a walk. We add that to it. So you, yeah. some type of movement or exercise. And that's basically it. Now, this gal's energy and mood, uh, week one was a four energy and a five in the mood. Four weeks later, 28 days later, her energy, literally, it's it was, it went, well, this, the third week it went to, it was 6.5. Energy went, see, it went from four, four, 6.5 to a 10. And then uh, four on mood to five, second yeah. week, third week, a nine, and 10th, fourth week, a 10. 
Yeah. She was so up we, at tens within I four love that. weeks. And we find the same thing. So we take the busy exactly brain test. Exactly the same thing you just said. Yeah. And so in our research and our busy brain test, if you have over a 30, you have a busy brain. And we find that in, in our seven day sleep challenge in seven to 10 days, people improve their score by 25%. So same thing that you're saying by doing that. And what you're explaining so beautifully, I break down in the science, the busy brain care. I love that you were doing all this intuitively, Tim, already, and from the integrative functional medicine protocols that you, you know, you spent a lifetime learning is we know that not just blue light, but to your great point, any kind of light will stimulate the retina and goes into the hypothalamus into where our circadian rhythm is controlled. And in simple terms, it tells your brain, girl, man, wake up again, start stressing and obsessing. And it depresses our serotonin and melatonin, our sleep good and feel yeah. good, you know, neurohormones. But one thing that we do and we, we, our busy brain center, which is a complex system of your uh, amygdala and your frontal lobe is to your point, we ask people to come up with rituals to them that calm the senses, as many senses as you can reach your sight, your a sense of aroma, smell, taste, touch, and, <laughs> That's so awesome. and what you hear. And literally, so we create that menu for people at night to do. So you're actually doing calming rituals in, I love what you called it, the sacred time. And so that's key. And even when I was seeing patients one-on-one -on -one in my integrative medicine practice, I just by doing these simple things and adding digital detox. And we talk about some of the supplements we recommend in the book for people that really need that reset for circadian rhythm. And we can jump into that if we have time, but we talk about, I, I'm a purist with supplements. So 5-HTP and magnesium glycinate for the brain specifically um, with the research, we do that. And 90% of my people that had been on prescription sleeping drugs, things like clonopin or Ambien for years, decades would come off in two to three weeks, or yeah. they would reduce the amount of alcohol they were drinking by half or cut it out completely. And to me and my world, that's a win because. Oh, you know, huge. Yeah. You're saving, it, you're saving yeah. lives. We're, we're saving, saving lives. lives. Getting them off yeah. of synthetic poisons. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I'm thinking about a friend of mine's dad. He he literally had to get drunk to get to sleep because he was in so much back pain yeah. from botched surgery. I, I mean, so much it is. People are going to read um, the chapter 15 in our book. And I was so thankful this man shared it. His name is Charlie, his real name. And he was a serial entrepreneur, exited successfully right at the beginning of the pandemic and got a busy brain arguing politics on Facebook. And when I met him, a bottle of gin was his best friend, a bottle, 750 milliliters a day. He went, I did not know this, otherwise I probably would not have let him into the brain shift protocol. Someone drinking that amount of alcohol, I really would wanted addiction, you know, holistic integrative functional medicine addiction psychiatrists and naturopaths and all that evolved we didn't find out till later and he did the protocol and within three weeks he had cut the alcohol down to half he was for the first time in his life sleeping six hours a night not addicted to arguing on facebook and by the end of the eight weeks was completely off the alcohol and this was by the way during our research period where we put two thousand people through this protocol and that was in like early 2021, it, we're recording this towards the end of 2023. He's still off the alcohol and healthy mm -hmm. and happy. And, you know, that's why I do what I do. I have compassion because I remember what it was like to be in that dark place and not have hope. And I meet people where they are and say, can we do it one brain shift at a time? One brain shift at a time. Awesome story about Charlie. Congrats, yeah. Charlie, for 
for yeah. um, taking responsibility for, for your own health and, and, and becoming your own doctor Amazing. and self-healing. Yes. We're going to take another uh, quick break. And when we get back, we'll, we'll wrap up. We'll, we'll get a little bit deeper into ex exactly what brain shift is when we return. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health. The best part? It is super gentle, and there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my special guest, Dr. Romy Mushtaq, and we're going to be talking about now her program called Brain Shift. It's for the whole person, wellness for your brain, your body, and your team. She does a lot of, um, and your team, if you're not a corporate, you have a corporate family, basically. Yeah. Your team yeah. is your family at home. Your loved ones, and, your and, friends. You might, and you might be a one-person team. You might be living yeah. alone. Maybe you're a single young person, you're 20 yeah. or 30 or 40 or 50, and you're, and you're by yourself. Things happen, right? Um, so let's, uh, we've, we've, we've talked about your past. We've talked about how you've were kind of steeped and born in like the natural healing stuff, but you became a medical doctor and then you had your own crisis. You, you know, you basically end up healing yourself too. With, thank God you had a surgery that saved your life too. And yeah. that's where, again, Western medicine, the emer Western the emergency, medicine. Yes. Yeah, the emergency room, we need it. Okay, We, we need, need it. it. We need it. Yeah. We just don't need the other broken part. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you know, so I, that's I, I want to give compassion exist. to them. And I think yeah. responsible doctors who are not stuck in ego will, tell you honestly, Tim, is we don't learn about wellness and promoting health and wellness in medical school. It's a sick care system in the United States. And unless you say it, it was like going back for another degree for me to learn integrative functional medicine, then you start to learn the wellness paradigms. Yeah. Awesome. So now you've, um, you've done corporate wellness and because you got involved with these big groups, you were able to do some clinical um, analysis and come up with this program. And that's going to launch in January, January, yeah. 2024, right? Yes, the Busy Brain Cure book comes out from HarperCollins on in January of 2024. And it's this idea of that when we have live in chronic stress and burnout, I wanted a modern day way to heal, especially our difficulty focusing, which adult onset ADD or ADHD, anxiety and insomnia. And that can happen when we're burning the candle at both ends as I've done in my life. And and so many people I meet and professionals are, and that you can succeed without burning yourself out or stress at any costs. And that is what the busy brain cure is. And this eight week brain shift protocol you and I have been breaking down helps us do that in simple, inexpensive steps that you can do alone to your point. But you know what we found Tim is um, like, you know, when you're coaching someone, like you have an accountability partner and we know that's effective. But when we do it with a team, whether it's buy this book and do it with a friend, do it with a loved one, do it with your corporate team, it's cohort-based learning, you're more likely to make change. And that's how we saw success. You make change when you do something in community. Yeah, absolutely. I think it revolves mm -hmm. back to our tribal nature. Yeah. And um, yeah. it's one of the key factors for longevity and happiness. It's having community. Yes. Yeah. You have to do it. And mm -hmm. it's... Uh, you know, even as much as I love yoga, 
I remember, you know, pre-COVID, like five, seven days a week. I never missed the people mm -hmm. there. Um, and it it was like once I got in that room, then I was full, full tilt, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes, you know, and after COVID happened, and they start, well, it'll be a couple of weeks we're gonna shut down. Then it was like two months, then two years, just kept going on. And I wasn't about to go where I'm not wearing a mask. I understand oral microbiome and I'm not going to disrupt my airflow and increase the temperature of my mouth and create more acidity and disturb my microbiome. And I know this stuff because it affects my neural pathways and it affects my cardiovascular system, my gut health. So there's no way I'm putting a mask on. And so I stayed out of those yoga rooms and guess what suffered me because I stopped doing yoga. Not the community. Even yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and the and, mind, and, body, spirit healing that happens with asana and Pranayama yeah. and breath work. And I wasn't, yeah. I didn't have any injuries. Mm -hmm. Like so, and I knew this stuff and I became a yoga instructor and I knew it. And mm -hmm. I was, I was barely doing yoga. And guess what? I mm -hmm. started, I, I got, I started getting injuries. Once a year, I get some type of severe injury because I come over mm -hmm. here and work on the farm or something, hurt my back. Mm -hmm. Um, my iliosic, uh, what was it? The, I, I can't remember what it was. Something in my back was jacked up. Mm -hmm. And um, it took like a year for that to heal. And then finally I'm like, oh, that, that, that trauma to my back is there to teach me. What's it there mm -hmm. to teach me? So instead of getting pissed off about it because I couldn't work and do what I wanted, I'm like, maybe I'm supposed to go inward more. Maybe I'm, supposed to, maybe I'm supposed to, maybe the universe is telling me I need to think more and I, I need to meditate more. What is this happening in life? What yeah, is and, then, and then I was like, oh, me? yeah. And then, oh, duh, like I need to do more meditation mm -hmm. and I also need to... Cause I was waffling on that at the time. And then all of a sudden I also have to, I got to get back and do yoga. Yeah. So I, I need to stretch my body every day and I teach this stuff and I know it, but how did I get off? I'm like, I'm the one that's out there. Like I you mean, have, you know, we have to have compassion for ourselves, Tim. We all can have a ritual that's keeping us healthy. And then life, a situation happens internal, external, but maybe it's also the universe telling us you might need to slightly shift your rituals and do something different. And it's a combination of what's happening and we're evolving internally as and externally. And so we have no judgment with that, right? Here's the thing you said about yoga and meditation. When people were coming to me with busy brain, they're like, I love yoga. I love meditation. I can't shut my brain off. I'm not doing yoga right. I'm frustrated in yoga or I can't meditate. And I really want to, because I hear all the miracles. I hear your story. And that's what we want to help. Like no judgment. Like, yes. Awesome. Okay, so with brain, the busy brain cure, and, mm -hmm. it's, it, and it's called brain shift, right? This is the, yeah. pro the protocol, protocol is called brain shift. Yeah, for a busy brain. Yes. Okay. And, and the whole idea is, is we're resetting the, the shift in brain shift is an acronym. S is for the disturbance in sleep, which you and I broke down in the last segment. And quickly, the other H is for hormone imbalances that happen when there's disturbances in men and women in the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. In our research for busy brain, we found that thyroid is primarily driving this in both men and women. And um, I is for markers of inflammation. So we specifically look to heal vitamin D3 levels and for methylation disorders for busy brain in particular. And F is how we fuel ourselves. So fat is not the enemy. And we discouple people taking sugar and caffeine at the same time. And that's how we kind of break that stimulant cycle. And T is the role of technology, which you and I already talked about. And everybody is a little different. And so as you go through the protocol, we also recommend labs that people go to their primary care doctor. Or we have we have partnerships. And, and these aren't your traditional 
normal, just ordinary labs. Of course, insurance covers most of them, but the, these are based in integrative functional medicine protocols. So things like I am screening for methylation disorders. I'm looking for your high sensitivity C-reactive protein. I look at a full thyroid panel and um, we save lives in every, in every cycle, you know, and um, you'll, you'll read in chapter 16, the story of an executive and she was high functioning HR executive, loved her job and loved her people was ready to quit because she thought she was anxious and something was wrong. She couldn't focus. She begrudgingly joined the program because her colleagues were doing it for their company, went for the labs again, cohort-based learning under peer pressure. Everyone else was going, going, Ooh, we want to try these labs. And we found out that she actually had a thyroid nodule and thyroid cancer and it got treated. And, you know, I helped her with some of the, you know, integrative medicine protocols with thyroid as well. And now she's doing well and, and still continuing a job in corporate America she loves. And that's what we target every time is looking for the root cause of a busy brain. And that's what the protocol does. And it's kind of like, Tim, you and I don't have a similar hairstyle, so we shouldn't have the same exact protocol for everyone when it comes to uncoupling the inflammation that causes a busy brain. And that's exactly what we do in eight weeks. Sounds like personalized precision medicine. It, I love that. That is a fabulous summary. This is why you're a brilliant podcaster and interviewer and businessman. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. All right. So I what now for people to connect with you, mm -hmm. um, you know, the website's uh, drromi.com. That's Dr. D-R-R-O-M-I-E. So there's two mm -hmm. R's back to back, D-R-R-O-M-I-E.com. And on the front, there's that's where they take the quiz, right? Yeah, there's a busy brain test you can take for free on the website or on all my social media at Dr. Romy, and it, you will get a score. And based on your score, you get the first two weeks of the protocol. It's our gift to you. If you want the entire eight weeks, um, you can buy the book, Busy Brain Cure. Go to thebusybraincure.com. It's on Amazon. It's available in Barnes and Nobles, anywhere you buy books, Audible, and buy two, two copies, one for you and one for a loved one to do for you. And even better, one for your traditional doctor. There is a wealth of medical research in there. I really wanted to help to educate my community too, Tim. And, you know, people can skip over the middle section of science if they want, but that was there for the doctors. Over 350 medical, uh, you know, articles are, are cited in the book and on the website too for healthcare practitioners. I, I want to change the overprescribing of stimulants and sedatives. And by you and I talking about it today, even if one person takes this to their doctor, you and I are making a big impact, Tim. Yeah. So I'm just confused because it says now available pre-order the Busy Brain Cure. That's the book, right? The book is coming out January 9th, 2024. Okay. It's under embargo we... until then uh, by HarperCollins. Right. So yeah. We can, do, we can do that. No problem. Thank you. That's so gracious of you, Tim. So you want us to, you want us to, when, right around Jan January 9th? Yeah. If possible, I would be so yeah. thankful. The week of yeah. January 9th or the week after or before. I think it's a great way to start out a new year, new you, instead of going on a crash diet, let's heal busy brains and give them the protocol. So they stop the stress eating, you know, and drinking. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Romy, I really appreciate you come on your story and you've got a really good attitude. You seem very calm, which I appreciate. Um, I, I can tell you've done a lot of work on yourself. Um, just, just from the, just from the, the vibrational frequency that I get from you, I really appreciate that. And I know you're actually leading by example, which to me is very, very important, you know, and you put all the tech stuff together and you're a lot more tech and science. I mean, I'm into that stuff, but 
when it gets in, I started going down the weeds and mm-hmm. boy, it's a, there's a lot of weeds you can spend time <laughs> in on this stuff. So I like to leave that stuff up for people like you. Like, Thank and you. so just, I can just, you know, read something as long as it works, I get first person experience and there's the data behind it backing mm-hmm. up. I can read it once. I'll probably forget half of it, but I just but go you know forward. It's there. Like everything you're doing with your coaching clients, like, you know, that you and I can relate to from my world, it's backed up by research. So I love that. And yeah, thank you for being of service to humanity and talking about having a chemical free body and a chemical free life. And, uh, you know, life happens for us, not to us. And if I at a very young age had to face my mortality, it was, and as a woman, um, being given this platform, you know, that I've been blessed with, it is to be of service to humanity. So I appreciate you letting me be of service to your community. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I want to thank the listeners around the globe tuning in to the Health Hero Show. Uh, we really appreciate you and send a lot of love and good vibes out to you guys. And if you like this episode, give it a like. And most importantly, share it with friends and family. Everybody out there is like, you know, not everybody, but I know I needed help. And, um, you know, the education that I got, uh, is what really turned me around. And then I started actually taking action. And then those two things together, the education, because if you don't, if you're not educated, you're basically a slave today. You're a slave to suffering. You're a slave to, um, you know, not being your full self, uh, to being a dim light when all of us have this bright light inside of us. And we want to help you uh, brush those clouds away and let that light shine. So appreciate you guys sharing the episode of those that you think will benefit from it. And until next time, change yourself change your world. And I'll see you guys again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening again to the Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.